It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings, or the midnight munchies, yeah, You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Worst day yet. More than 3,100 Americans dead from the virus. And cancel everything. Total lockdown by the mayor of L.A. And deep freeze. How they're keeping the vaccine so cold without dry ice. It'll be transported in something as small as a cooler. But this still maintains a temperature of minus 80 degrees Celsius. Then he said what? Openly encouraging the president to declare martial law. is simply insane. And the question that really got to the president today. Ask me that in a number of weeks from now. And no Christmas tree for you. Keeping crowds away from the famed Christmas tree with a barricade of buses. Plus, everyone wants them during the pandemic. Fire pits, outdoor heating. But can they be dangerous? Then, wait till you see what happens during this dog sled ride. The epic boom. And Tiger Queen emergency. She said she just wasn't thinking, and she stuck her arm in there. Tiger attack at Carol Baskin's sanctuary. And Mariah Carey. I don't care what anybody else says. What the heck is she looking at? Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Kelby, in today for Deborah. We've just experienced the worst day yet in our battle against COVID-19, with an American dying from the virus every 30 seconds. Les Trent begins our coverage as the need for a vaccine grows stronger every moment. It's the darkest day of the pandemic. 3,157 deaths and 100,000 patients fighting for their lives in hospitals. The deadliest day yet in this entire pandemic. It's like experiencing a new 9-11 every day and the Thanksgiving surge hasn't even begun yet. This is real. This is not fake. This is not hoax. (laughs) This is real. The vaccine can't come soon enough and we're learning more about how it will get where it's needed. I'm inside a lab on the grounds of Rutgers University in New Jersey. When manufacturers like Pfizer send out that vaccine, they'll have to be stored in specialized freezers like this. This can hold as many as 60,000 doses. From there, when a nursing home or a hospital orders the vaccine, it'll be transported in something as small as a cooler. But this still maintains a temperature of minus 80 degrees Celsius. The CDC warns that everyone over 65 should stay away from indoor public areas where anyone is unmasked. L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti issued an extraordinary stay-at-home order. It's time to cancel everything. And if it isn't essential, don't do it. Here's Jim Murray. 
Despite that stay-at-home order, it seems like business as usual for most Angelinos. Many are not heeding the warning, and there are many exemptions. Restaurants and retail stores are allowed to remain open, and religious services and protests are allowed to go ahead. On Staten Island, New York, there was a citizen's rebellion outside a bar where the owner was arrested after defying orders that he close his business. They won't let me in my place right now. So have a little chance. The virus continues to wreak havoc among medical personnel. At the Ocean Medical Center in New Jersey, more than 100 staffers have tested positive for COVID-19. At another hospital in North Bergen, New Jersey, the virus has hit 40 employees. Nurse Sophia Burke lost her mother to the virus. Now she's in the hospital too. My mother let her guard down for one moment, one moment. And in that sweet moment, my entire family was affected. This COVID survivor was released from the hospital just in time to celebrate his 104th birthday. You heard right. Major Wooten is 104 today. The World War II vet celebrated with his granddaughter, Holly. So blessed to have him here with us, especially on his 104th birthday. <laughs> 104 and beating COVID, a true inspiration. Former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn is thanking President Trump for that pardon by giving him some advice. Invoke martial law and hold a new election. And the fact that it's coming from a retired United States general is raising lots of eyebrows. Declare martial law. Suspend the Constitution. That's the stunning advice President Trump is getting today from his former National Security Advisor, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. Flynn, just pardoned by the president for lying to the FBI, retweeted a petition calling on Trump to invoke martial law and hold a new election. To suggest martial law, which I don't think has been declared by a president since Abraham Lincoln, is simply insane. This is a probably the most fraudulent election that anyone's ever seen. Today, the president repeated his unfounded claims after bestowing the Medal of Freedom on legendary college football coach Lou Holtz. <laughs> but not a word was said about the record coronavirus death toll. There seems to be only one thing on the president's mind. It's massive fraud. Uh, whether you go to Wisconsin, where we just filed a case, or Michigan. Trump also berated Attorney General William Barr for saying there was no evidence of voter fraud. Do you still have confidence in Bill Barr? Uh, ask me that in a number of weeks from now. Not exactly a ringing endorsement. You can see the president's anger with people who are not towing his line, who are not playing into this charade that he's been putting on about voter fraud. Even some of the president's top allies are saying, put up or shut up. You're making all these claims. You got to prove it. Trump's legal team, led by Rudy Giuliani, is not having much luck in the courts. So they're attempting to persuade state legislators to overturn the election, presenting some colorful witnesses. We're not seeing the poll book off by 30,000 votes. That, that's not the what case. What did you guys do? Take it and uh, do something crazy to it? Melissa Cetrone claims she I'm saw ballots counted multiple times in Michigan. I know what I saw, and I signed something saying that if I'm wrong, I can go to prison. Did you? At one point, Giuliani told her to shush. What about the turnout rate? 120 percent? 
Another Giuliani witness, truck driver Jesse Morgan, claims he was hired by the post office to deliver what he says were unusual mail-in ballots from New York to Pennsylvania. I know I saw ballots with return addresses filled out, thousands of them, thousands. It turns out he has a criminal history, and he's also a ghostbuster, as seen in this YouTube video unearthed by Inside Edition. I know I heard you. Holy Pennsylvania officials tell us the facts are clear. Their state had a free, fair, and secure election, adding that to say otherwise only harms our democracy. Last night, the iconic Rockefeller Center Christmas tree was lit up here in New York. But despite orders to watch from home, hundreds couldn't resist showing up to see the tree firsthand. So city buses were used to try to block the view, which only got the crowd more worked up. Hundreds of eager spectators packed the sidewalks to get a glimpse of the Rockefeller Christmas tree lighting. For the first time in nearly 90 years, the public was not allowed to see the official lighting ceremony up close. But that didn't stop people hungry for some good holiday cheer during this miserable year from gathering to watch anyway. There was no social distancing in sight as people stood shoulder to shoulder. NYPD deployed everything in their crowd control arsenal, barricades, buses and tarps to try to block the view. But nothing was going to stop the revelers. They found a way to get their photos. Today, strict rules are supposed to be in place for anyone looking to get close to the famed Rockefeller Center Christmas trees, such as groups confined to pods, limited viewing time, and advanced reservations. And while many seem to be following the rules, you can see behind me, lots of people just going right up, getting as close as they can, and taking pictures wherever they please. I was shocked. I could just walk right up. <laughs> Enthusiasm that proves Despite the pandemic, the spirit of Christmas is alive and well. And if you're counting, Christmas is now 22 days away. She thought she was just taking some cool video while out on a scenic dog sled ride. Little did she know she was capturing something crashing down to earth from outer space. A brilliant flash lights up the sky in the middle of the day. Oh, I hope I got that. I just saw a comet. A stunned dog sledder captured a meteor burning through Earth's atmosphere over Erie County, New York. Holy cow, I think that was a shooting star, but in the day. The space rock triggered a sonic boom in Syracuse. Skycam also caught the fireball near downtown Toronto's iconic CN Tower. The meteor clocked speeds of 56,000 miles an hour and triggered 911 calls across central New York. Strange things sure are happening these days. And now this, a new monolith, this one in California. I guess this is the thing now, right? Runner Gary Lyons was the first to discover the gleaming metal structure standing 12 feet high. I was fairly surprised as I'd been up there the day before and it wasn't there the day before. A similar monolith captured the public's imagination when it appeared in the remote desert in Utah. Soon after, another emerged in Romania. 
Now this giant mystery atop a mountain in Atascadero, California, is drawing looky-loos and speculation on how it got there. It's probably about a mile up, and it's at least 500-foot climb. It's at the very top, so it would have taken quite a bit of effort to get up there. So who's behind the puzzling monoliths? This mischievous Twitter video, now going viral, shows it's the work of Bigfoot. Well, at least it's providing a much-needed diversion from the woes of the world. That's for sure. And check out this heart-stopping video of a plane making an emergency landing on a busy highway in Minnesota. The pilot manages to land right in the middle of a three-lane highway and ends up crashing into a vehicle. Miraculously, no one was injured. And there is more drama today for Tiger King nemesis Carol Baskin, a.k.a. the Tiger Queen. A woman volunteering at her Big Cat Sanctuary almost had her arm bitten off during feeding time. A tiger at Carol Baskin's Big Cat Sanctuary chomped down on a volunteer today, nearly biting her arm off. The victim, Candy Kouser, was feeding this three-year-old tiger named Kimba and fiddling with the lock when Kimba grabbed her arm and nearly tore it off at the shoulder. Baskin rose to notoriety on the hit Netflix docuseries, Tiger King. She recently competed on Dancing with the Stars. What's new, pussycat? She says Candy ignored a universal signal not to open a gate without the coordinator coming to assist and that it is against our protocols for anyone to stick any part of their body into a cage with a cat in it. Baskin gave Inside Edition an interview she conducted with a witness. I saw him with her arm in his mouth and when I ran over he let go and she fell to the ground. I tried to use my fanny pack as a tourniquet or use his belt which worked better. Baskin got emotional. I know everybody feels really bad about this because we all love Candy so much. She's such a sweet person. And I want you all to stay safe out there to see cats are dangerous. Baskin says she doesn't want the tiger punished for what she calls a mistake, but the animal is being quarantined for 30 days as a precaution. Mariah Carey is out promoting her new Christmas special, but she had a little trouble making eye contact with the camera. What's Mariah Carey looking at? The Mariah Carey's magical Christmas special. The queen of Christmas for her classic hit. is out there promoting her upcoming Apple TV Christmas special. But why is she looking off into space? She does it during an interview on Australian TV. Hey, Mariah, look over here. And she did the same thing on GMA. It's been a, a big year for me. Hey, maybe she's seeing something we don't. And no quarantine 15 for actress Tiffany Haddish. In fact, the opposite. She's 40 pounds lighter. She showed off her new body on Instagram. Look, I think I see abs and my bra getting loose. So how'd she do it? Working out every day and eating lots of veggies. You go, girl. She looks great. Back with more after this. Next, everyone wants them during the pandemic. Fire pits, outdoor heating, but can they be dangerous? Yes. <laughs> Plus, would you pay $40 million for an attic? This is going for $40 million? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. What happened to Times Square? Next, Inside Edition. Usually it looks like this. 
what the crossroads of the world looks like during the pandemic. Times Square is a ghost town right now. Then, four scientists completely isolated from the pandemic on a remote island. How they came back and found a world changed. Watch the next Inside Edition. With people spending more time outdoors to slow the spread of COVID-19, one of the fastest sellers around are fire pits. But they can be dangerous if not used properly. So Les Trent has some info you need to know. Fire pits are growing in popularity during the pandemic. They're great for staying warm and enjoying company as we do our best to avoid potentially dangerous social gatherings indoors. But if you're not careful, things can definitely go wrong. Incredibly, some people are putting gasoline on fire pits to get the flames going. Don't try this at home. A lot different than it would be if you just had the wood burning, perhaps a Dura flame log of some other type of kindling that would get the fire started, which is the right way to do it. Nassau County, New York Assistant Chief Fire Marshal Michael Utero says common sense must be used in placing a fire pit. Don't put it on a wooden deck. Keep children and pets away. Watch out for hot embers blowing around. A couple more common sense safety tips. You want to make sure that your fire pit is at least 10 feet away from any structure. Also, you don't want it underneath anything flammable like the branches of the tree. Lots of restaurants are using propane heaters to keep diners warm. Many homeowners are also buying them to enjoy a meal outdoors. The setup at the Miller Ridge Inn in Jericho, New York is good. Open air, nothing too close. So five feet is the rule of thumb and the code to keep it away from anything that could burn. If you're in a tent, Utero says an electrical heater is safer, but you still need caution. So if anything comes in contact with it that could burn, plastics, draperies, decorations, uh, that could pose a hazard. So stay toasty and stay safe. According to the Consumer Product Safety Commission, nearly 3,000 people have been burned or injured by fire pits in the past year. So please follow directions and be safe. Back with more after this. Still to come, would you pay $40 million for an attic? This is going for $40 million? This attic space can be yours. All you need is an extra $40 million. So why is it so expensive? Three reasons. Location, location, location. Would you pay $40 million for an attic? Well, maybe after you see this, the attic consists of three top floors of an apartment building overlooking New York Central Park. Watch your step here, guys. As Stephen Fabian found out, Right now, it's just raw space, but when it's completed, it's expected to be one of the most spectacular apartments in the world. I'll be honest, it doesn't look like much right now. Look, it takes a vision to understand what this is going to become. It's going to be one of the most luxurious residences in New York City. He's not exaggerating. Wow, this is what it's going to look like. The unobstructed views are spectacular. Now get this, the building was erected in the 1930s, and the attic was used to store chairs. Now it'll fetch a fortune. Who do you think is going to buy this? Because I feel like it's perfect for Batman. <laughs> I think Bruce Wayne would be very, very comfortable here. Wow. The attic will be sold at auction on December 18th. The seller does have the option to back out if the price doesn't go high enough. When we come back, Grandpa's Wild Ride. Talk about a reality check. Hold on tight, Grandpa. 
He's on a wild roller coaster ride thanks to that virtual reality headset. Looks like fun. See you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because... Even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.